0: Aaron, would you prefer Atheist or Theobro? Mm.
1: Sophie's Choice here.
0: No, we don't say Sophie's Choice anymore. Remember oh, that? No. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's but it's street. about like dying in, the, in a concentration camp.
1: And it, does someone have to choose between dying in a concentration camp or no, not? I feel like, like they you would...
0: can't use Sophie's Choice to decide between uh, Atheist and Theobro because that seems that like, we got a lot of got a lot of negative feedback every time because I, I used it a lot. <laughs> and so people were like, hey, uh, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine is not a Sophie's Choice.
1: What if we do this? What if we say Sophie Turner's choice? Is that okay? (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode number five thirty-three of the podcast. I'm your host Knox McCoy,
0: and I'm your other host Jamie Golden.
1: Strong voice, strong vocal. Listen,
0: thank you for all the people who like genuinely were like that. Didn't make me wanna like punch you in the face. You were fine. Okay, no Thank you. It
1: yeah. just felt like, you know, Miley at the end of uh, like a long weekend of shows. You know, there's a little wear and tear on those vocal cords. I think that is, it's a, fine. Huge compl-
0: think that is a huge compliment. I think that is a compliment.
1: Absolutely. uh The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things entertained do not
0: matter. To find out more about these topical pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on the Instagram and Facebook at podcast and we're on Twitter at Podcast5. Pod.
1: Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be doing The More You Know.
0: But before we do that, it's the holiday season and you might be thinking, "What can I get my best friends, Knox and Jamie, as a gift? Well, first of all, thank you for thinking of us as your best friends we are. And second, we're glad you asked, one of the nicest and freest things you can do for us is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, even if that is not your preferred way to listen. Five stars goes a long way in helping folks discover the podcast. We have 6,600 ratings and reviews, and one of our recent favorites came from one of the fools who wrote. I've been listening since Knox did all the editing and Jamie made cake pops. I don't recall a disappointing episode. It's my favorite. I look forward to Wednesday and never miss an episode. Every episode is fun to listen to, and production standards are top Notch. Mm. This is the podcast that keeps me in the know about all things pop culture for adults. No spite, no hate, all content all the time. There's a little spite, don't you think? Oh, yeah.
1: That's the through line, I think.
0: But that's sweet. That's sweet. So thank you. So hit the link in the show notes or head to noxandjamie.com slash Apple to share your five star thoughts and opinions.
1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com. All
1: right, Jamie, it's time to do The More You Know. The more you know. Um, Big-ish week in terms of news. The Heisman Trophy finalists
0: have been announced. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm rooting for Michael. D- you got him.
1: Michael Penix <laughs> Jr. That's very good. You is nailed it. Is that literally
0: one of them? No.
1: Yeah, that is. That no. is. He should win, I, <laughs> I think. I did not know. Yeah. Um, okay, good. We, we beat my high school, my son's school. We beat our, our tribal in the state championship last Thursday oh, night. Electric, congratulations. That's electric. Electric festivities. Yes. Uh, the ancient Merlette has shown up in East Tennessee. Big bird watching corner. For the people. Oh,
0: okay. That's a bird. I thought it was maybe like a offspring of Merlin.
1: If you do a little uh, birding, I don't want to get into <laughs> language or syntax, you know, and overwhelm people, but okay. this is a bird traditionally found in China and Russia, and he's yeah. in East Tennessee. People are losing that's their minds long, here.
0: That's a long drive.
1: It's just, this, a- so this is a great start to December. Uh, I know you've been traveling recently. How was your your recent travel?
0: I did an event with my mom. We went on a weekend retreat to a place called S- Serenbee, which according to Reddit is a, uh, uh, white, wealthy, and atheist, which did feel right. And it was amazing. Like, it was amazing. Uh, Amy Hannon, who does hospitality, she taught me how to make a wreath and how to make bows and how to create food gifts for my neighbors. So if my neighbors are listening, you're getting food gifts <laughs> for Spoiler alert. Christmas. Spoiler Uh And so it was really magical. And my mom is like a dainty, adorable person. Now, she did skip dinner on Saturday night because she was like, love, you mean it. Yeah. But this game ain't over. Okay. And I got to finish this game. It's a good and game. So, Yes, which we'll we'll get into. But Jan had a lot of feelings about football this weekend, and and listen, I needed it to go well because she immediately takes to the bed if it doesn't go well. So yeah,
1: well, lucky for her, that. good ending. Yeah, lucky you for know, good her, finale. So yeah, I so will say, like w- white, wealthy, and atheist. Yeah, it's not the best, but I do feel like it's better than white, wealthy, theocratic, uh, theocratic trying to overthrow the country. I would prefer 100%, 100%. atheist. One hundred
0: percent. I prefer you know. atheist over Theobro.
1: Yeah, and if yeah. you're a theo
0: bro listening. I mean that.
1: That feels like a hot take, but that is a normal take, That's a
0: normal take. Aaron, would you prefer Atheist or Theobro? Sophie's Choice here. No, we don't say Sophie's Choice anymore. Remember that? Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's but it's about street. like dying in the a uh, uh, concentration camp. So we don't do that anymore. Because and, and, does like, someone
1: have to choose between dying in a concentration camp? No, and people not? were I feel just like, like, they you
0: would... can't use Sophie's choice to decide between uh, atheist and Theobro. Because that seems like we got a lot of got a lot of negative feedback every time because I, I used it a lot. <laughs> and so people were like, hey, uh, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine is not a Sophie's choice.
1: Okay, what if we do this? Okay. What if we say Sophie Turner's choice? <laughs> <laughs> we rebrand. <laughs> Is that Actually,
0: okay? So I, I turn her choice. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I like it. We're doing it. We're when doing she it. chose between
1: the Joe Bros and she ended up with Joe, it didn't work out, but it was a choice.
0: Well, she did she choose between the Joe Bros or did she choose between Joe and Taylor? Oh, Ooh,
1: wow. If okay. you're on
0: TikTok, you know the answer. Thoughts for <laughs> anyway, another uh, episode. Yeah, that's a different thing. Did
1: Aaron, did you ever answer or did we no. just like talk? We just <laughs> no. run you over. I'm no, sorry. I just hope so.
3: And honestly, I don't think it matters anymore. So let's move on. Okay, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um. Okay. Well, let's uh, before we start talking about the news uh, of the week, Jamie, do you want to start with our ask a personal question?
0: Yes. So uh, my question comes from Knox, who wrote, "Can you explain the royal racist scandal?" Uh, because you just saw some news, and you were like, "I don't understand I what's happening." Yeah. Okay. So uh, to talk about, and Erin is a royal's expert because right. she falls asleep listening to what every night. A uh,
3: uh, massive biography is about uh royal royal people right Mm. so
0: erin i want you to jump in and correct me on anything i get wrong and then i I, I would love some of your thoughts on this so uh and when we're talking about the racism in the royal family we're going to go back to the 1970s when the uk was passing some of the first equality and non-discrimination laws for hiring and queen elizabeth remained exempt from those laws until her death she did not because she was like ah but you know what you meet if you're gonna hire jeeves really needs to be a white man and so. Is she uh, that's exempt?
1: A, and she's like, I'm practicing, but because I'm queen, I'm exempt. So I'm still cool. But there's just royal rules that I no, got. No,
0: I think it was like 3% people of color work okay. for wow. uh, the royal trust and like all the places, like the palaces and all the things. So it was bad. So she was just like, no, no, put some language in where wow. I does not include me. So 2005, uh, when Harry Presario wore that Nazi uniform, we'll never mm. forget that Harry. It doesn't matter what you talk, what you what you say now. We'll never forget. And then, of course, there was the whole Megan told Oprah Winfrey that there were concerns and conversations about how dark their son Archie' his skin tone would be when he was born in 2019. Now, they did not reveal which family said this until probably now. Now, they didn't reveal it. It actually was a Royals reporter named Obed Scobie who wrote a tell-all called Endgame. Now, he recounts this incident from the Oprah of it all, but he also doesn't give the names. And he says, hey, the libel laws here are bonkers. I cannot, I cannot say the names. The problem was that was just in the English edition of the book because in the Dutch edition of the book, the name is included, one of the names. And then the second name is referenced later in the book. And that, those two names are Charles and Catherine, comma, Princess of Wales. King uh,
3: Charles uh, and Catherine, Princess of Wales. That's
0: right. Now, Prince William, of course, will just re- he'll just bring back out his statement that he made uh, when the Oprah interview first came out, which was like, we are very much not racist. Yeah. And that's all he had to say about that. <laughs> <Great> statement. FYI. <laughs> FYI. Just so you now, know. Now, I do think it's interesting. So what are the repercussions? First of all, I do love the tree pain of it all, that Kate had an event, at a, a, a royal variety event, a very gala moment. And she was like, I'm going to pull out a new designer that I've never worn ever. Okay. And I'm going to wear a cape dress that I've never worn ever. Not really. And I'm going to put it in the color royal blue. And I don't wear uh, royal blue cape dresses from this designer because the person who introduced this designer to the royal family is Megan. Now, the true pain of it all is now if you Google Kate Megan. Like this story might come up first rather than Kate was concerned about her nephew's skin color. So
1: it's a little Um, SEO bombing situation. A little SEO
0: bombing you got to do. Now I will be, I will say, I Googled this morning. Uh, baby Kate, it's not working. So you're gonna have to do more than that, probably. Also, Kate's big thing each year is this uh, together at Christmas Carol Service at Westminster Abbey. It's this Friday, um and the King has already announced that he he just can't make it because he's gonna be a million miles away, and by that he means 100 miles away. <laughs> There's just no way to get back in time, and so he will unfortunately miss it, which is smart. Those two do not need to be in the same room for at least a couple weeks, sure, because uh, you do not want. Because and immediately when Kate went out and William went out for an event, that's all they were asked by reporters: "Was the deal? Was the deal?" <laughs> so, um, but again, all of you who ride hard for the royal family, you sure? Yeah, you sure? You Just sure? some bad
1: fruit from that tree, you know?
0: I know, I know, I know. So that's the the that's where we stand on the royal racist of it all. So I did to them. While I was listening, I looked up
1: because uh, uh, Prince Harry. Did- I don't know that we'll keep any of that, honestly, and that's my fault for okay. for just no, yeah. Probably but wise. Sometimes
0: it's fun <laughs> to chase a rabbit, though. It, you you
1: rabbit. don't know where the rabbit's going. That's right. And then you let the rabbit run, and it runs off a cliff, and you say, "Well, I'm glad I didn't do that." You know, well, and you a yeah, cliff, exactly, out, which is fine. Um, so I have to ask a personal question. I don't know if this is like representing your worldview, Jamie. Like I don't know how big of a handle you have on the college football situation, um, given Ooh. your proximity to Jan. Right, um, right. So I don't I don't want this to be mansplaining. Uh Aaron, I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. UAB is not in the playoffs. I don't know if you knew that. I had
3: heard, yeah. I heard the bad I, news. Yeah. I yeah. got that from their Instagram.
1: It's tough. So. It was tough. <laughs> yeah. They're I'm like, it's
0: they close. It. Here's our reaction.
3: It was it was it was touch and go there for a minute. I think. It was.
1: Once they released the four and five seeds, I was like, dang it, man. Yeah. I thought we the we, were close. It. we
3: were on the
1: cusp so basically the the question is uh and, and uh i've gotten this in the dms a little bit uh can you explain why everyone's so mad about college football because we were like i want to understand the rage um but i don't yeah. like, want to be bored by the rage right um <laughs> and i think this is a very uh very good question there was a lot of anger on uh, the socials uh this weekend because of what the college football playoff committee did uh the easiest way to think about it is Consider like cultural, like musical chairs and the playoff is like musical chairs. Um, There are four chairs available, five teams wanting seats. Okay. Normally it's pretty easy to figure out who's going to get the four chairs. This year was tricky though, because three of the teams were undefeated and two teams had one loss, but were conference champions. So five worthy candidates. Uh, You had Washington, Michigan. They won their conferences and were undefeated. So that's clean and easy. Texas won the big 12 uh, and Alabama won the sec. That's pretty clean and easy. And Texas beat Alabama. So you can't yeah. have Alabama and not Texas, right? Right, right. And then, but you also have Florida State, uh, who won their conference and was undefeated. So right. you would assume- so They should have been in it. Washington, Michigan, Florida State should all be in it. And then you'd have to pick between Texas and Alabama, and it should be Texas. However, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, CBS, I think it was ABC, no, it was ABC cut into a Florida State game, just be like, hey, let's while we're waiting on our game, to start, let's see what's going on here in Tallahassee. And they cut right into the moment where Jordan Travis's leg explodes <gasps> on camera. <sighs> And they are scrambling to get that off screen because it looks horrific. Um, and he looks like, like like a Gumby character with the leg going at an angle that it shouldn't be going at. So their star quarterback is hurt. And now people are like, they're good. They deserve to be in the playoffs. But um, their star quarterback isn't playing and their backup got concussed by Florida and their third stringer didn't look good either. So they actually missed the playoffs and it's making a lot of Florida State fans mad. If, you, if we put this into movie terms, let's think about it like this, like Washington, Michigan, are like if Quentin Tarantino and Barry Jenkins had a really good movie out. Okay. okay. You're like, okay, great. This is definitely going to get nominated. Yeah. Texas and Alabama are if Chris Nolan and Catherine Bigelow have great movies coming out. Okay. Well, they're definitely getting nominated too. And then Florida state would be like, if Martin Scorsese had a great movie coming out, you'd be like, oh. they're definitely getting nominated. But what if I told you that halfway, three fourths of the way through Martin Scorsese's movie, he got like mono for making out with somebody and he had to leave <laughs> and he couldn't be on set. So Would you still then nominate that movie because Fair. he didn't finish the film, Jamie? That's the question people are debating right now.
0: That's tough because I, it's just tough. Listen, here's Jan's take on it. Because I asked her, I was like, how do you feel mm. about this? And she was like, all, she only cared about going into that SEC championship that Alabama win. Right. And she was like, that's all I cared about. And she was like, I, because I just like that we can leave the season knowing that we beat Georgia. That's right. Like That's all I care about. And she goes, if we get in the playoffs, that's like gravy, but that shouldn't be probably how it is. So she was really rooting for FSU to lose. So it would be clear cut.
1: Yeah, everybody was.
0: And she watched that game. So now she's like, well, listen, this isn't Alabama's fault. This is that dumb committee's fault. And I do think that should be our approach is that I looked up the committee because I was like, who's on this committee? Well, there's one lady named Kelly. Right. And then there's a lot of men named, there's a man named Boo. Yep. That's his, that's his given name on his professional headshot. Listen, this Boo, is a sport
1: where two of the highest paid coaches are named Jimbo and Dabo. So exactly. Boo is basically like Conrad in this So scenario. at the
0: top is Boo and Chet. Do you think Boo and Chet <laughs> are going to do what's right for people who've worked really hard all year? That's the other thing I would say. If you don't under, The one thing I do understand about college football is, y'all, it's not about who works hard. It's about money. Look, It's about cash dollars.
1: I'll spin zone you. The only thing I will trust Boo and Chet to talk to me about is college football. <laughs> I don't trust them to talk about escrow insurance, right, right. anything but college football. I do trust them. I think it, it, it really people want to blame the the committee. It's not the committee's fault, as always. It's uh-huh. Auburn's fault. This uh, is freaking Auburn's it fault. It
0: actually is Auburn's fault, like for that letting Alabama
1: that... convert fourth and thirty one and getting beat. <laughs> if if Hugh Freeze and Auburn would have just done their job, this would be a lot simpler, and people would not be as mad as they are.
0: Apologies to our editor Madison, who. Is a huge Georgia fan. And this was very frustrating for her as well. Because there we uh, didn't even get to the part about Georgia felt like they should be in it. Well, in they the shouldn't. Because you,
1: you had one big game and you lost it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and I made a lot of money on Georgia the last couple of years. I love them. Uh <laughs> Madison in particular graduated from Florida State. Loves Georgia. So this is this is a real Sophie Turner's saying? choice. Nailed it. Nailed it for nailed it. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, doesn't it?
0: It does roll off the tongue. We can say it. It's fine.
1: Um, Okay, let's do Trailer Park here. And um, there were a couple trailers I wanted to get your thoughts on, Jamie. Um, I'll let you choose. Do you want to talk about Furiosa or True Detective Night Country?
0: Okay, let's talk about True Detective first. Let's Mm -hmm. go TV. So True Detective, for those who are not familiar, it's this anthology crime series created by Nick Pizzolatto. Pizzolatto? Pizzolatto.
1: Yeah, you got it.
0: And uh, he uh, wrote the first three seasons, uh, one of which is amazing, one of which is pretty good.
1: So the first what season's of, pretty good. The second season's amazing with Double V. <laughs> Double, v. Collins-
0: Double V could not save season two. Do not ever watch it. It is a waste of time. I sure. will
1: I will never. First of all, Aaron, pro podcasting move. <laughs> to, to, no, no, no. So to sorry. suckle upon the Chick-fil-A. It's good room I'm texture. So it's sorry. all.
0: <laughs> I'm terrible. <tired. I'm> <laughs> early she's like we don't normally record this early we Never this <laughs> it's early. okay
1: I, I will never season two as long as i live i will never forget there is a uh, uh i want to say a 30 minute sequence where colin farrell does an eight ball right. in a room that's by right. himself uh-huh. and just shadow boxes for 28 straight <laughs> minutes and that's wild man and they were
0: like we just don't have a script ready so could you just keep going yeah. on the being high anyway so season four has been written by Issa lopez and uh executive produced by Barry Jenkins, mm-hmm. which I'm secretly very hopeful for that that would have. Normally an executive producer, is it's just a name. It's just a person that helps get the thing financed. Right. Um, and it's not normally heavily involved, but I'm hopeful Barry Jenkins is involved. So this is set in Alaska. Um, it is going to premiere on January 14th on HBO. It stars Jodie Foster and Kaylee Reese. Um, Kaylee Reese, who is like an amazing boxer. Oh and really? only now has become an actress. Like her first thing was like in 2021. Um, and, uh, I liked the, I really, so, uh, you know, true detective follows detectives in different police departments. Yeah. So you, none of the seasons are connected in any way, but it's supposed to have a vibe. It's supposed to have a very serious, grim vibe
1: yeah, where it's, it's, the crime
0: is one thing. And then the detectives are like a whole other thing.
1: Yeah. There's like a weirdo conspiracy underbelly. Right. That leads to Matthew McConaughey losing his hair and drinking tall boys in an interrogation (laughs) room. Right. And I I do feel like there's in this trailer, uh, they kind of pay, uh, homage to that a little bit, you know, with some of the circular motifs and some of the, some of the vibes. I think I am concerned because this is, it's hard to come into a pseudo anthology series that is a pretty singular vision, you know, Nick Pizzolatto, um uh and i can't remember the guy who uh um carrie fukunaga um th- those are those are tough shoes to slide into and 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 those are tough expectations to slide into because isa lopez she doesn't have a ton of credits i think she uh yeah. she did tigers are not afraid which i think is kind of uh her calling card and people uh really uh enjoyed she seems to be really well versed in, in gritty surrealish supernatural elements so i'm wondering if um Maybe it's not going to be like not as good. It's just going to be very different from what people expect. Because I think when you tune into True Detective, you expect a certain kind of procedural legal with a little bit of weirdness. And I wonder if she's going to up in that. And it might be better. Um, I just I wonder if it's going to be heavier on the creepy jump scares and less uh, on the uh, you know partner vibes and procedural and, and monologues.
0: Yeah, because we get from the trailer that Jodie Foster and Kaylee Reese have a history Mm -hmm. they're investigating this but they have a history for a mysterious thing that happened in their past and they're like we're not gonna talk about it's definitely not gonna come up in the season i bet which feels like a trope and a cliche of like we've moved on we don't think about that anymore so and and of course we will think about it and we will flashback it to the nth degree which i you know but i'm in i'm in i always start the season no one is more hopeful than me and uh a parent starting elf on the shelf, being like, This is this year's gonna be great. You don't have this to this one's gonna be less stressful.
1: Or you can say, Hey, this elf, it's a year from retirement. So it's only gonna do stuff once a week. Okay. It's a once a week kind of elf on the shelf because yeah, next is, year he's getting why his does pension. Elf have to do,
0: yeah. Yeah, he doesn't every have day. to do something
1: every day. You know? Yeah. He's a, he's more of a supervisor. So he's gonna do <laughs> right. one thing a week. Okay. So you got right. three things basically to look out for. And anybody can do three things. Anybody
0: can do that. Yeah. Nobody can do
1: 24 things. consecutively. That's insane. That's a self-loathing Enneagram one. I got concerned when in the, so you have the trailer and now we're doing like uh, a teaser to the teaser trailer, which I hate because just show me the trailer. I don't need to see what's kind of about to be in the trailer, but when they do the titular line reading in the teaser trailer to the trailer, I did have some concerns when they said (laughs) the night country takes us one by one. And it just felt a little early to drop that nugget.
0: You know, but but is that what Alaska calls themselves? Like, whatever part of it is always at night. The
1: night country? Right? Isn't I there a know. part of
0: it that's always like, or not always, but like for most of the year? How does the earth work? Aaron, how much sunlight does Alaska get in the night country?
1: I remember there, there used to be a vampire, uh, or there was a vampire story, like 40 days of night. Is that right? Uh, and the idea was they only get like 40 days they have no sun or something.
0: That's a long... I d- that's about it But then like deficiency. conversely
1: in like the in like northern Europe in in the Swedish Fin- oh, yeah, yeah, realms? yeah. In
0: oh. Scandinavia slash Dutch slash. God, Scandinavia
1: is the word I was looking for. Finland. And I was not even close. I was right. never going to get there. We don't like, know they about don't that. get night sometimes. It's just day forever. Day forever?
3: I
0: don't forever? know. I, don't no, know. That I mean, can't not be forever, right.
1: Like three weeks or something.
0: Okay, Aaron, would
3: any reports? Alaska.org says some people think Alaska has less sunlight than other places, but the opposite is true. Averaged some people think,
1: an... that just feels like something I could measure, you know, with instruments.
3: <laughs> Averaged over an entire year, Alaska gets 10 to 17 minutes more daylight than the rest of the country. What? And what? this says if you include civil twilight which I don't know what that is Alaska gets 40 minutes more on average
0: than the rest of the country. Civil,
1: civil twilight? twilight? That's is like that where there's name. no
0: cops? Like Billy's not a cop in twilight? What is He's just s- an attorney? What? F-
1: it feels like um, if if Edward Cullen took on like uh. civil rights and he was <laughs> like like an origin story <laughs> with MLK. Okay. <laughs>
3: It yeah. begins in the morning or ends in the evening when the geometric center of the sun is six degrees below the horizon. How did anybody even figure that I'm out? Already that out. That's
0: makes <laughs> sense. You use a protractor? Well, I don't that know. Is absurd. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I I'm concerned. About True Detective colon Night Country, all that to say. And, know, yeah, and I'm sad. I feel like the vampires lied to me about the 40 days of night. So I'm just kind of spiraling right now. Um, Jamie, do you want to talk about Furiosa? Colin, yes. Mad Max Colin, saga colon origin story,
0: whatever else. <laughs> Right. So uh, Furioso is well, – Furioso. Furiosa. Girl, go with Fury. There's
1: a Oso, uh, bear like a secret agent spy bear on Disney. <laughs> right. Junior.
0: That's right. So maybe it's like, <laughs> that his that? Sister, okay, you know, go, okay, good. Furiosa is a post apocalyptic action adventure film, uh, that's going to be uh, co produced and directed by George Miller. Uh, it is both a spinoff and a prequel to Mad Max Cole, and Fury Road that mm. came out in 2015, starring Charlize Theron. Um, and it's the fifth film in the Mad Max uh franchise. Now, this one stars. Anya Taylor-Joy, as early Fura, Furiosa, and then Chris Hemsworth is Immortan Joe. These are two characters that are in the Mad Max Fury Road. I
1: don't think Hemsworth is actually Immortan Joe. Oh, is
0: he not? I oh, think no. he's
1: like, he's the version of Immortan Joe, for sure. But I th- but read right, think he's have, like,
0: in the trailer, he's talking to somebody that looks like Immortan Joe.
1: Yeah, because they're going to have like young Immortan Joe, because I think that dude passed like not too long after oh, okay. Fury Road came out um so oh,
0: yeah yeah fun vibes okay well it's coming out in theaters may 24th we see the trailer here's one thing i when i watched this trailer i was like i'm i'm excited to go back to this i loved that movie so much yes like the most i loved that movie so much and and i was not a mad max fan prior to Same. fury road and so i'm excited the anya taylor joy of it all i don't know i love i love her queen's gambit uh, the menu. I, I really do love her. I am a little concerned about, uh, I don't know, she feels super frail.
1: That look, That and, was my note too. I was like, yeah. I wrote down, is she the right choice for young Furiosa? Because I saw, I think it was before the strike, Hollywood Reporter had a had a thing and it was like, she's among the names being considered, but she was the only one specified. So it feels like they weren't turned down. They were always zeroed in on her. Um, and she had done a, I can't remember the movie. I I think I might've greenlit it where it was like a time jump, like sixties and something where she is in a murder situation. And and I'm told that George Miller, that's why uh, he saw that and won her for it. I, I just don't know that she has the look I'm I'm going for. And I'm sure you can do the transformation like this took her and, and molded her into something else. Part of me was like, could you just do Charlize, but with hair? Cause she kind of still looks super young. Like, is that not? Yeah, why allowed? can't we,
0: why can't we Nick Fury at all? Yeah. And just make her young because I think that would have been in a cooler mood. Cause I was looking to see who would be an actress that could maybe pull this off. Now she's not tall enough. I don't know why I need Furiosa to be tall. I'm I think say, mainly because Flo Charlie's Pugh, there and is super tall. You can say flip you. I'm going to say flip.
1: I had her on my, I've got a list of seven and she's on my list. That oh, was, okay. that was my only issue too. And, but it's like you can get over that. I, that. That doesn't bother me as much. I had I had Flo Pugh, I had Sersha Ronan, I had oh, uh, Millie Bobby yes. Brown, I had, oddly enough, I really did have Sophie Turner on this list. Um, Shailene Woodley, Daisy Ridley. I'm sorry, Shailene Woodley, Daisy Ridley, and then what? Dark Horse, Juno Temple.
0: <laughs> okay, here's the thing about she's Gina doing
1: Temple. Furiosa stuff in no, Fargo.
0: A hundred percent. And I think you should come up The problem with Juno Temple is I feel like Juno Temple reads forty five.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that.
0: And, and not in a bad like. Well, I guess that is in a bad way because you don't want to necessarily be because uh, Juno Temple is uh, thirty four. <laughs> And I wow. don't think people believe that. But can you say thirty four? Oh my 34, gosh, thirty four! You guys, I mean, I just don't think she reads as as young as she is. Literally, I just like the British. Mm, they are road hard and put up wet. Yes, they and, are. And uh, so I, uh, so but I like the Sophie Turner of it all. And then if Flo Pew was taller, and but the Sersha Ronan actually, I think really Saoirse interested. Ronan could could, listen, could cook. Listen, I just figured out Sersha Ronan is engaged to Jack Loudon. What we love from slow horses, bro. I just finished season one last night. Yeah,
1: I love, I love this show so much. Um, I can't wait to blow through the next two seasons. I know. So
0: anyway, so we'll see. I'm nervous just because of Anya. She just feels like, oh, I broke a nail. Like that's how she feels, and I'm nervous that that doesn't will not translate.
1: Are you more nervous about her or about Chris Hemsworth's prosthetic nose and his villain role?
0: I don't. Why listen when he appeared on screen? I literally could not recognize him. Yeah, and I was like, "Who is that?" And then he talked, and I was like, "What? What?" And I knew look, uh, to be clear, I knew he was going to be in this film. Sure. It just didn't know that was him. And uh, I don't like. Uh, it seems. I, I do we need it? Why did we need this? Is these are all fictional people, not based on a book. I, I just don't understand what, what, what. Or maybe it is based on a book. I don't know. This prequel. I don't think it is. I think it's just based on.
1: Vibes. Mel Gibson, just, just vibes. Tina
0: Turner, you know
1: what I mean. I um, I'm worried because I think he's great when he's uh, a beautiful idiot or um, a beautiful a hole. Yeah, if he's just an ugly bad guy, I I feel like that takes his. The, the tools out of his toolbox. And I don't know that, like, a Christian Bale pulls that off, right? right. I don't know that Chris Hemsworth can pull that off.
0: Because I think we forgive a lot of what Chris Hemsworth does because of the pretty. Mm-hmm. And you can't forgive it if it's not there. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. Uh, we'll I was see. also
1: sad. Yaya Abdul Mateen was supposed to be in this. He was the, the number three guy, and just yeah. timing didn't work out. So I hated it. That sucks. It, it also, I just want to say this it looked, um, it didn't look finished. It looked like the, Dr. Strange 2 people worked on this one? Uh, yes. Okay. It kind of had a like, floor's lava sand. Look. That's
0: right. And it did not feel- that's Not a compliment, right. by the way. <laughs> Listen, and it did feel like we put 17 filters layered on top of it. Be like, doesn't this look slick? Yeah. And it's like, no, I can tell that you have popped up the saturation way too high. Why does it look like this? I don't understand. You know, And I
1: know um, uh, from reading, I can't remember the book I read. Uh, I think I greenlit about the making of Fury Road. Um, it took them like 17 years to make Fury Road. So that can't scale well. So I understand why it's going to look a little different because sure. they're going to probably go Fair. a little more digital. But still, there did feel like there were some shots of like the Blood Boys or whatever from the first movie. But then also with oh, yeah. uh, on, a young Furiosa on the floor's lava floor being like, hey, I'm mad. I'm furious even. And it was Listen, like, when she just
0: pops up out of the sand like a mole and she's got those marks on her forehead. I was like. Is this acting? I what is <laughs> happening? Yikes.
1: I'm, so I'm also concerned about this. I'm a little yeah, concerned about this fair, one as well. Fair,
0: yeah, This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 you in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the Force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient... I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, <sighs> so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to paireyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code this episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Olive and June. As a longtime user of Olive and June and as the chairman and co-founder of the We Don't Wear Open Toe Shoes If Our Feet Are Not Presentable Club, I don't think we talk enough about their petty system. Listen to me now. The weather is getting warmer. I know you're going to be tempted to go out without just like even acknowledging your winter feet maybe need to just have a little buff. You know what I mean? And I'm going to need you to stop right now and order a Petty System immediately. Like their Manny system, Olive and Jean's Petty System, comes with everything you need to get those feet ready and presentable without the hassle of going to a salon, including the posy, which is this brilliant footstool that opens up and you can use it to store everything in. It also comes with a smoothing foot file and hydrating foot serum, which are both mandatory if you ever plan to be around me with your toes on display. I just love how generous they are. And they just sent us the quick dry spring collection and the Calazaga Gorgina. They truly have the best shades, whether you like bright colors, pastels, or neutrals. The Kitten Quick Dry is my go-to neutral shade, but if I'm in the mood for something fun, I've been reaching for Flamingo, which is this bright coral pink shade that is just perfect for spring. Just like their regular polishes, the Quick Dry are super long-lasting, and the best part is they dry in just about a minute. I'm as obsessed with the Quick Dry for doing my pedicures as I am with the tab press-ons for my manis because they are so quick and easy and give the best results every single time. Visit oliveengineer.com slash podcast for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-O-P-C-A-S-T for 20% off your first system. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash podcast pod. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even Penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super pumped to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable. And I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman. And pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop.
1: Um, okay, Jamie, let's see how do we feel. Uh, and this is about everyone's getting inundated with their Spotify wrapped um, yes. situation. And I just want to check in like what's your Spotify wrapped situation and are you happy with it?
0: Okay, so for those who don't know, Spotify Wrapped, it's a marketing campaign from Spotify where they take all of your data that they have collected uh, meticulously, and then they release it and make it kind of, they invite you to share it on social media, your top artists, your top uh, songs, and your top podcasts. Thank you to all of you who listen to us in Spotify. That's right. We are so grateful. Fun fact, you can now listen to your Patreon episodes in spotify mm-hmm. we'll share an instagram this week for uh all of you uh the thousands of you who are in our patreon community how you can listen to your content from spotify which is really fun now that you can do that but also uh uh kudos to those of you who were brave enough to tag us when we were your number five yeah
1: thank you podcast. for that i appreciate
0: like that. like that was bold to be like i, I thought we've been very clear that you're not to listen to other podcasts
1: yeah it's office so ladies that, one the other how office podcast recap too.
0: <laughs> That's right. Like if the fact that you put four B-list celebrities who are recapping shows they were on years ago, and then us. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? But my Spotify app, I will say, I was very excited because it worked out. Uh mine was all women. My top artists: Beyonce, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, Kina Grannis, and Taylor Swift. Okay. So I love that group, and then my songs. Actually, I think are the chapter titles in my future memoir. Okay. So, number one, Cuff cuff It. Two, All-American Biatch. Believe that, maybe. Um, Three, Church Girl.
1: Do you feel like All-American Biatch precedes
0: Church Girl? No, it normally uh, succeeds. Okay. Right? yeah like it normally succeeds. I'm just asking
1: the but, journey of your life do you feel like you're more of an all-American biatch first or a church listen, girl
0: first? I I do like the person who were all-American bees who became church girls wow. because they, they pretend that their past doesn't exist yeah. it's my favorite they're like, oh no I wear I wear turtlenecks all the time there's no there's no backlog of social <laughs> media about anything else in my life. It's my favorite. But uh, for me, it's probably, I'm going to be honest, it's probably bookended. It was uh, All-American Bee as a church girl. Yeah. Because sometimes church girls are All-American Bees. Let's be honest. Maybe some people are and, both
1: at the same time and they just didn't know it. You um, know? Well,
0: I think Aaron, and I could name three right now for you, but we won't. <laughs> we won't. We won't do it. Um, but I will say Taylor Swift was the number one artist for all of Spotify. Mm. She had 26 billion global streams. Quick math, a penny per stream. <sighs> It's a lot of that's a lot of cash.
1: So she made like six hundred seventy dollars this year. Exactly. Excited for
0: her. Also, and on that note, to all of you who are like, um, yeah, I don't use Spotify because I care about artists, (laughs) and I use Apple. Guys, nobody cares about artists. Like labels don't care about artists. Yeah. Like nobody cares. Scooter Braun doesn't care about artists. Like there's no billionaire platform that's like we really take care of musicians. You can't <laughs> listen
1: to all of music ethically. Okay. Oh, you can only listen to Garth Brooks ethically. I guess That's right. is what I'm saying. You
0: think that if I pay $10 and can listen to every song ever made ever that it's going great for artists? No, it's not. It's going great for me, not for artists. $10. No, no, no not at all. Okay. So what was your uh, Spotify rap?
1: You know, um, it was pretty, uh, <laughs> not very unexpected. Um, I okay. did learn a new genre Uh, evidently I listened to 73 genres this year, which I was like, I've got no context on if that's impressive or not. Stomp and Holler was my number one, which I was like, Ooh, don't know about that. But it was, it's the Tyler Childers. It's the
0: Tyler Childers. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh,
1: my, my top song, it was, it was four Tyler Childers, one Zach Bryan, uh, song. So it was very consistent. My city, I was interested in city because I didn't know. What this You're
0: Soundtown. Oh, I'm Soundtown. sorry.
1: Soundtown. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Spotify.
0: Get the, get the name right. Which I do want to just
1: say, company. if you're going to collect and have all my data, I like I've given, I've given up like you guys win. It's right. kind of fun for you to do something like this for me, you know, little yeah. grab bag of my own data that you took and you're like monetizing. This makes me feel better about it. So as a note to all the other platforms, maybe do something nice for me. Just give me some, you know, cool graphics that I can tweet out. And this is right. fun. This is a good way to do it
0: so what's your sound town
1: mine you said yours was embarrassing so you tell me yours it's, first
3: okay mine is oh my gosh I found it I found my Spotify wrapped breaking <laughs> so news
1: we started this so and Erin revealed she didn't understand how to access her Spotify wrapped and we had follow up. and I said have
0: you gone to Spotify com and she's like it can't it doesn't work it didn't work the
3: first time I did it and then I found it okay well let's she go she acted then. like she's been no.
1: blacklisted from Spotify Please look
0: the first time I, I think she's got some cachet issues. She's yeah. gonna work those out real Jeez. quick. I, okay, so we'll let her. We are gonna circle back to her Spotify rap. Yeah. My sound town is Raleigh, North Carolina. Here's why that's problematic. Cool people got. Uh, Burlington, Vermont, okay. or Berkeley, California, or Provo, Utah. Okay, I got Raleigh, North Carolina. Listen, we've done a live show there. We have the the loveliest of listeners who live in Raleigh. It's not about Raleigh being bad. It's that all of us are the most basic bees mm. in the history of all of us. Listen to Flowers on repeat for an entire calendar month. That's why I'm in Raleigh. So no, I
1: mean, that's not bad. You know, that's uh, I, I feel like I got the just the polar opposite, like basic B word for people who watch Yellowstone. I got Bozeman. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, you did. So
1: this is for people more likely <laughs> to be uh, likely to be fans of Tyler Children's Zach Bryan and trampled by turtles. Big trampled by turtles guy over here. Oh,
0: I thought that was how you were going to die.
1: No, like, I mean, it could be. be I trampled don't trampled by turtles. That would be ironic. It really turtles would. Turtles
0: are heavy. So they could. They I mean, could. the right
1: ones, you know, like little baby right. ninja turtles. They're not very healthy, but they are ninjas. No, no, so no. that could be uh, part of what that is. Aaron, um I hate to ask you to like to just bombard through this, <laughs> this first time. live.
0: but
3: what? am I'm watching.
0: At? I'm watching her stories go by it's in not real great. time. It's not great. She listened to 605 artists. Okay, but one
3: came out on top. It's Taylor Swift. But the problem is that I I share my Spotify account with both of my girls, mm. and so you don't think it would have been
0: Taylor Swift? I mean, probably.
3: Um, I'm I we listened to a lot of Cruel Summer. We listened to a lot of Ori- Olivia Cruel Rodrigo Summer,
0: for Spotify. They had the top most listened to songs globally. All, Taylor Swift only had one song in the top. I think. Ten and it was cruel summer.
3: Yeah, it's Olivia Rodrigo. It's Harry Styles. It's Ben Rector. Marlo's a huge Ben Rector fan. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, there's another one on that list, but I like how you skipped it. I'm listening to a lot of Brene. I only listen to Brene Brown. Uh, oh, her number one podcast was Brene Brown. Well, I don't listen to anybody podcast on Spotify. I, I see. I don't either. But you know
1: what? You know, having uh, Overcast just like over the last week. They just deleted all my podcast and they were like, F you, do it again. And I was what? like, I can't rebuild that what? list. Like, I'm, No, you can't. So I'm, I'm on a, uh, the Apple podcast app now.
0: I like that that was all it took for you to be like, absolutely not. I'm not going to rebuild it. going to go this. rebuild it somewhere else. You just destroyed my podcasting my, sandcastle. It said that my place was Provo. Ah, uh, see, I told you. She got What's a cool girl in No, it's not. It's well, and it's the artist you got a cool that you're girl not naming city. that got you into Provo.
3: Well, listen, I like the sound by the 1975. It's a great song. I don't care. Yeah. No, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I understand. And yeah. do you want me to bleep song. that
1: or do you want to keep it?
3: No, I, I don't mind. It's a good song. It is a good song. The sound
0: is a great I've song. I've got no issues Isn't... with it.
1: I'm just trying. No, no, no. It's, no, party. it's, a,
0: gra- it's, it's a It's a, yeah. a great song. It's a great song. I listen, listen Marla loves it and the song is not racist or misogynistic Wow, no. it's when you
1: say that honestly jamie that's like a no win like that's that's not checkmate <laughs> no but it's like she a move no before it's her fate.
3: Fa- no listen this is how it goes i'm always gonna have my things taken away from me by jamie <laughs>
0: so you know
1: okay jamie let's go um how do we feel about the oxford word of the year it is riz um, i do feel
0: like you have been justified in your work this year, because I feel like you brought Riz to the podcast. Like, you learned it from your kid, right? Oh, And yeah. you brought it here. Yeah. yeah. And you brought it here. And so that's how I learned about it, was from you. So I love that it... So for those who don't know, Oxford, every year, uh, they celebrate kind of recently created words and expressions that they try to symbolize a, a moment in time uh, in the Whitney Houston of it all. And uh, their, their rule is it needs to have potential as a term of lasting cultural significance for providing a snapshot of social... History. The runners up were the word prompt, uh-huh. situationship, swifty, beige flag, de influencing, heat dome, and parasocial.
1: I, I think I understand the inclusion of prompt, but if you bring right. prompt, no. As word of the year, I think no. it, I'm going to fight you on site because that is just, there's no magic.
0: No, it's like Merriam-Webster. Their, their word of the year was authentic. And we we're like, I saw out. that
1: too. I was like, guys, come you're,
0: on. You're embarrassing yourselves. Don't do that. Um, I will say I was the word that I thought was missing from the runners up m- that should have probably replaced prompt or to be honest, parasocial. We've been, we've talked about parasocial forever. Yeah. This is not the first year we've talked about that is mother. I thought mother should have been in the list because I feel like that is very like, she's giving mother or it's mother oh. or, yeah. you
1: know what I think, so, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Mike Pence dropping out. I feel like it really right. did a damper to the mother I, choices. Thank you. you, thank
0: know? you. That's uh, thank you for acknowledging yeah. that. So Riz, uh, how would you define Riz?
1: Well, once I learned, I looked it up on urban dictionary and it was just like, uh, uh it, it was a gentleman who can very effortlessly get B words. And I was like, that doesn't feel very respectful, Um, (laughs) but it's just someone with charisma who has no issues finding love interests, essentially.
0: That's right. And I don't think it's gendered in any way. It's like anyone can have Riz. And so it's like charm or style or attractiveness. I I feel like Um, it is,
1: um, I don't know, a bit of a spiritual descendant from uh, BDE,
0: probably. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because because I do believe that all people can have BDE. I like agree. You don't have to have a D to have BDE. Yeah. Um, But I, it was interesting because when I Googled this, like, all the news came up. And my favorite thing were there are two pictures that are consistently used for this, uh, for this news item. And it's either Tom Holland, because he has been considered kind of the placeholder for Riz. Mm-hmm. And then Rizzo from the movie Grease. That is more yes. of a Forbes vibe. I like that Forbes is like, yeah, like, no, it's not the same. It actually has nothing to do with each other. No. Other than some of the letters are the same. But I do love that Tom Holland, he did say, uh, he said, uh, I have no Riz whatsoever. Like, I have no Riz. That's not even true.
1: And he knows that's that. That's not true. But isn't that the height I of Riz to be like, I don't have Riz, you know?
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. And the origin story is that it comes from, uh, it came from Twitch. It came from uh, uh influencer, Kai Sinat. Who began using the term, and while he was playing uh, video games, and he used the term, and he said he talks about how to approach Riz, and he said Riz started with me and a few of my friends come from back home. Uh, he said uh, it is a, a scenario in which a woman from being uninterested to being intrigued. Okay, you have Riz because you took her from she's not interested to so she's like oh I'm, maybe. So it's like what? the
1: Leo from Django. You have you had my. Attention, now you have my interest or whatever.
0: That's right. And so he said, he said in a sentence, it would be, I rizzed her up.
1: Mm, I don't like
0: that. Mm, you know, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like Riz's proximity to other things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I don't like, I guess I don't like rizz as a verb. Probably. That's, that's no. probably, probably not. And then have.
0: of course Oxford was like, no, it's just the middle of charisma. Yeah. It's like fridge and refrigerator. And I go, I don't think it's the same. It's
1: definitely not the same Oxford no. guy here.
0: <laughs> I was looking
1: at some the of their former words of the year. Um, and it does feel like they're trending like Goblin Mode was last year. And I right. it's like there's a there's a bit of a pander to the clickbaitiness of it all, you know? Yes. Because of in 2021 it was Vax, and I'm definitely not clicking that. But if you if you choose Goblin mode, I am gonna read up a little bit more on that. Um but the only <laughs> one that I didn't remember, all these I could be like, Yeah, I think I remember that, or that makes sense, was in <gasps> 2017 uh youthquake. I don't remember youthquake. I don't think I've ever no. heard that word used.
0: No, I don't remember youthquake either. And I also love that they, for like, I think it was uh, 2015, they just used the crying emoji, which now is embarrassing to use. The cry laughing emoji, you're okay. ne- like, it's I, a, it's humiliating if you use it. I was
1: gathering emoji. myself because I thought you said crying emoji. I was like, I thought it was laugh emoji. I've been
0: sorry, it's laugh crying. My emoji. whole life,
1: I've been using that as laugh emoji.
0: No, it is laugh, but you can't use it now because then you're humiliated. You know what? I freaking use-, use it
1: all the time. I use it in yeah, threes, you know, I'm flush with the laugh emoji.
0: Listen, I liked when I went back even further and in like, uh, so gif, obviously 2012, that makes sense. But I did go, uh, 2008, it was hyper Yeah. I don't know what that is.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm guessing 2008, there's a financial crisis, I but I don't yeah. know if it was later in the year. So I'm assuming it's something to do with people losing their houses because of wall street that's that's my guess um
0: hypermiling is the practice of driving your vehicle as efficiently as possible
1: that's stupid i hate that, that my is definition stupid. is stupid
0: oxford i don't think so i don't think i'm in I'm, i don't think i'm down yeah sorry
1: yeah i did it made me wonder should we have I, i'm I'm always trying to push like a mid middle of the year episode like a like we did popcasties yes. this year i kind of right. want to do like a like a riz olympics you know and we just talk <sighs> about like pop culture people who have like the most riz you know
0: I like that because next year is the Olympics. Oh, you're right. It is. It's in Paris. It's perfect. The Paris Olympics. And, and who has more ris than Paris? I don't think Paris and has Riz, though. ST, I think they have. And STIs oh. and lung cancer. No matter. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. They smoke a lot. They smoke a lot. They do. Those tiny little that's baby That's why they're cigarettes. so thin. They All the smoking. Um.
1: Okay. Well, that's our conversation on The More You Know.
3: The
0: more you know.
1: Um, if your thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Every spring, I'm reminded that there's nothing like a fresh start in spring cleaning. This year, we're taking things one step further with our spring refresh at the McCoy House. Sure, it's been a lot of work to get here, but we're all so excited to settle into our new space. If you've ever moved before, you know there's nothing like the first night in a new room and the difference that soft, breathable, all-new bedding can make. Bowl and Branches signature sheets are the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep and are designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made with the finest 100% organic cotton and feel incredible on night one. but they still get softer with every single wash bowl and branch very kindly sent us a code to try out their sheets and i and by i i mean my wife ashley picked the signature hemmed sheet set and cream we both were so impressed that the quality and softness were so good and so nice they were super breathable which i'm also thankful for with summer just around the corner sleep better with the softest most breathable bedding from bowl and branch go to bullandbranchcom podcast for 15 percent off your first sheet set plus free shipping that's bowl and branch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com slash podcast for 15% off exclusion supply. See site for details.
2: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights! All right, what
1: is your red light this week?
0: Okay, my red light this week is People Magazine. Here's the thing. I love People Magazine. I go to People Magazine every day. It's part of my routine. And But here's the thing. They have a section called the human interest section. What do you think is in the human... Aaron, Aaron and Knox, what do you think is in the human interest section of People Magazine? Okay. I know. You don't? Know, you know. I'll wait. Okay, Knox, Knox what do you think it is?
1: I will guess if this is Family Feud style, I'll say show me babies Dying. Parents getting cancer, (laughs) women disappearing.
0: Okay. All right. Aaron, is he right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, he is right. 100%. (laughs) So first of all, I just love that it's called human interest. But here are the the four headlines today. And I'm going to save the first one, the most clicked upon for last. So number one, Utah man gored by bison. He tried to pet. What? (laughs) That's the first. He deserved that. (laughs) He deserved that. Uh, And I do like that the neighbor said, quote, for sure, a reality check. (laughs) Well, you're dead. (laughs) So Oh, no. he's dead? I didn't
3: he, mean he deserved
0: no, it. No, I don't That's think he's, I don't think he actually oh, died. Okay. He, he just scored. Um, and then second, mom dies in shark attack while swimming off Mexico coast. Again, just don't don't swim where the oceans, where the sharks live, where the oceans, where the ocean Swimming is canceled. Don't swim. Sorry, guys. Swimming is canceled. Has no risk. And no then res. um one dead in in NYC fire sparked by e-bike lithium-ion battery. Again. Stop going outside. Like, stop going outside. And then the number one headline clicked the most in the human interest section was Lauren Sanchez sings and dances to Christmas music with Camila Cabello. First of all, I am tired of Lauren Sanchez being a thing. Who is it? She is married. I don't even know if they're actually married to a gross, disgusting Jeff Bezos. Yeah. You know, because he built up, and and then Annie Leibovitz did a photo shoot of them in Vogue. It's humiliating. I wondered how much he paid Vogue for that photo shoot. Okay,
1: look, it, it is humiliating, but I will say, it's it's quite a. Um, I used to be like the nerd peddling books, and now I look like uh, <laughs> the guy who Iron in Iron Man Four, who Tony Stark has to kill because he is like a uh, platinum bald and he's buffed up. You can you know he's saying taking the HGH. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's quite, the, quite the spin zone of uh, body appearances.
0: I know. And listen, I get it. Listen, and, uh, both of them, uh, they will live forever because of how much has been injected in them. And I say that as someone who has stuff injected into her. Sure, But I don't overdo it, and they have overdone it. Um, but I like that she was like, I used to be a special correspondent on Extra, and now I'm in Vogue, and now I'm, I'm getting top headlines for trying to sing with Kamiya. Cabello. I just I
1: cannot stand it. Look, it's it's definitely a uh buy low, sell high, you know. Um I w- I would sell my Lauren Sanchez stock right now because I don't know that it gets any better than duetting with Camille Cabello, you know?
0: No. Oh well it's definitely not being with Jeff Bezos, I'll tell you that probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Maybe not okay, what's walking. your red light?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna red light um <laughs> I just want to uh this isn't like about anybody or thing, but I, I feel I can tell now You know, I've been in the parenting game for a minute, got some reps, and I can tell schools feel like the pressure to make December a magical month of Christmas razzle dazzle. And I just wanna say, I wanna like hug them like Robin Williams hugs Matt Damon and just be like, it's not your fault. You don't have to do this. (laughs) It's not, we don't expect this. We will do, you do the math and the science. I can't do that. I can do the Christmas razzle dazzle. I can do the Christmas magic. I don't want you to do that Um, because it starts normal. Um, We're in like the, Hey, it's dressed like elf on a shelf day. Okay. It's dressed like your favorite Christmas movie character. Um, Find an ugly Christmas sweater. Okay. Then it starts. You can tell they got to stretch the the limits of creativity and credulity a, a little bit. And it's like dress like Santa. If he's in fourth grade, Or dress like an academic reindeer. (laughs) And we're we're just getting the prompt and we're like, what do you, what does that mean? Like, what are you talking about? Is
0: that Dasher? That's Dasher, right? It's not Vixen. I'll tell you that right now. It's not not Branser. There's
1: a, bring a stick to school day because we're going to beat a pinata in effigy for the innkeeper who didn't give Joseph and Mary a room at the inn. it's like, again, that's not his fault. The rooms literally are booked. You know, I I don't know why he's supposed to kick somebody out. And then like, I just, I'm trying, I got every single night. I got to reteach myself fourth grade math and sixth grade math. So it's a full slate for me, you know, and I don't know that Ashley has the time to be like, it's wardrobe night and all of it crescendos with it's Christmas recital night. And you need to get there 62 hours early. If you want to sing your kid, sing three songs without using a telescope. And this is really important. So I'm just saying like, maybe do like a Christmas old school, you know, back in my day we did one Christmas party and it was like the half day before Christmas break and people brought Christmas stuff. And that was it. Yeah. We didn't do anything else. It was somebody saying, oh, Tannenbaum, maybe once. And that was it.
0: Also, you have gifts for all the people who work at the school. You have to get gifts for all the people. And
1: that's great. I can see you're trying to lay a trap. Right. You're trying, And I see it. <laughs> I respect it. But you that's a priority. You got to do that. You got to take care of Ms. You got to do that. You got to take care of the teachers.
0: I can't. Teachers cannot like this. There's no way that teachers can be like, we... Love this. Where are these ideas coming from within the school?
1: I don't like, know. I, I cannot, They're coming because from Because I know
0: the parents don't love it, right? Nobody,
1: like, nobody loves being told at 942 that they need to look like an academic reindeer and you need to go to Target to make that happen. This is, no one yeah. wins, okay?
0: No one wins. Just so stop. No,
1: you don't have to yeah. do this. Just do the math and science. I will do the Christmas. Thank you very much. Jamie, right. what is your green light this week?
0: Okay, so I have two green lights. The first one is the new movie, May, December. <laughs> now listen, I'm doing upfront. This is not for everyone, okay? You, you got to understand. Like, What kind of person is it a, not for? Uh, for the people who think this is a documentary. Okay. For the people who think this is a drama that's going to make them uh, feel like uh, we, uh, maybe Mary Kay Letourneau, uh should have spent more time in prison. Okay. Which, Probably she should have. But, like, if you are going in going, this is going to make me feel good about what happened. This is going to bring justice to Mary Kay, Kay Laterno, and be like, you're not. You're not. That's not. You're not going to have that. You're not going to end this. This is a black dramedy, okay? It's very weird and very fun. And and I think that's what a lot of people have a problem with. They're like, are they trying to be funny about this? Are they trying to be funny? Uh. And listen, that I get it. Like, you're right. Like, it feels like a weird thing. But it's so well done. And so at Todd Haynes is trustworthy, the director. And this, all the three players are so good in what they're doing. So this is about, um, it's a story of uh, an actress played by Natalie Portman who travels to Georgia to meet and study the life of a controversial woman, played by Jul- Julianne Moore, who was uh, for having a 23-year-long relationship with her husband, which began when he was 13. I hear it. Oof. I hear it. Okay. But let me tell you, this movie is so good because Julianne Moore, she is, if, if, and I, as somebody who was like weirdly obsessed with every interview that Mary Kay Turner did on this, cause I was like, why does she keep going on TV? This is, co- this is chaos. Because if you, don't, if you didn't live during that time, Mary Kay Letourneau was on TV every time you turned it on. Because she was not, she was like, what? We're in love. Yeah, what? This what is Dancing with the
1: Stars. I'm a star. Go.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. And so Julia Moore channels that so perfectly, including her slight lisp. It is perfection. And then what I love is Charles Melton of the Riverdale of it all. Charles Melton plays the husband of, so well in terms of almost being like physically he plays him well because he's almost like um, he's, he's stuck in time as a teenager. Whoa. So he does that really well but then also he comes like uh, here's what I loved. I think that he should get a Oscar nom for the tightrope performance that he did. It is not a caricature at all. It is really so well done. And then I especially loved how they portrayed the predatory nature of it all and how the manipulation wasn't sexualized. We got to see the natural casualty of all involved. I think Todd Haynes captures the real tragedy of what happened with Mary Kay Letourneau in a very precise way. And he's really good at this because if you watch Tar, then you know he's really good at this. And Tar yeah. was confusing for me too. So I get, like, now I can look back and go Tar was amazing. Like, I've watched it again and gone, oh yeah, I know that. So that's what I think. You could watch this once and then you'll want it immediately. It's got some Lifetime movie vibes intentionally. Some of the music, like when she opens the fridge, it's like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, literally. And you're like, wait, what is this? And it is magical. So that's my first one. It's on Netflix. And then my second one is a TV show called Colin from Accounts. Y'all, I wasn't ready. So this is an Australian comedy series that you can stream on Paramount+. Plus. It's eight half-hour episodes. It's written by a husband and wife team, Patrick Brammel and Harriet Dyer, who also star as the main characters, Gordon and Ashley. Um, So it's set in Sydney, so you get some great accents. It centers on Ashley and Gordon, who are two singles who were brought together by a car accident and an injured dog. And I will not tell you what his name is, but it might be the title of the show. So, um, but it's them going through eight episodes. It is a rom-com TV show. And it is so well done it is surprising, it's smart, it's sharp writing, and it's like they're flawed, they're kind of uh, adorable and vulnerable. But they're having conversations, you are like, that's how real people have conversations. Mm. And there's lots of uh, hijinks of weird things that happen, most of which are involved in poop. Now, to be clear, this starts off with nudity. That's how we get into the whole thing right so and i won't reveal how that happens but it's very clever and it creates the chaos the meet cute is one of the best i've ever seen so um i think if you like like relatable characters and heart like a heartwarming comedy you will really love the show it was excellent
1: i saw the trailer for for it and i thought it looked really good and interesting
0: yeah it's really good i think it's a great holiday event with
1: may december i didn't realize it was supposed to be like a comedy ish i had no idea i thought it was very serious
0: It is not (laughs) like it. It is, but it isn't because it is Like when she, uh, this is this is not a spoiler, but when you hear that when she opens the fridge, she's like dun dun dun. She's like, do we have enough hot dogs? (laughs) And it's like, oh, that because you have to get into the mind of a woman like that who has to like live and pretend that everything she did was a normal choice. Uh. And she is such a great um, that character, and Julianne Moore is so good at walking that line between. Gaslighter and like good mother. Yeah, she's not a good mother. You know what I mean. And then what he does is really special. And just how do how do we, how do you interact in a neighborhood with what happens when Mary Kay Letner lives next door to you? Yeah, like how do you interact with that? It's it's so well. It's so. And then Natalie Portman comes from Hollywood, and the, the whole actress, a famous actress, in your neighborhood following your family it's
1: that's so, uh, so understanding now it's like more of a black comedy i was not interested in it just because like not my yeah, vibe yeah, yeah. but now i'm very interested uh in checking okay i'll out. be
0: curious you what know. you think if you like it because i and you might not but i was like because a couple of people texted me you're like uh that was bad and i was like yeah <laughs> sure it <was> bad. Yeah. <laughs> i loved it i just <laughs> so, Julian
1: uh, Moore's is like blue collar nicole kidman and i love 100%. everything she does uh yes. aaron mary Kay turno dead or alive
0: alive
1: jamie do you want to jump in there
0: uh, for sure, a lot. She
1: yeah. uh, is dead. I think she just passed <gasps> recently. Actually, what? Sh- Shut up. Yeah, gotta get that Google alert die? back up, Jamie.
0: I'm disappointed oh, in you. Oh, I am very sad. She died in uh, the pandemic. Are we surprised? Okay, so
1: that was not that? recently. Um, I just read a news story recently. That was the recently. She
0: had stage four colon cancer.
1: Thank guys. You're uh, making this like not fun. I was just like doing a fun parlor game.
0: No, that's called karma. Oof. Well, and she and <sighs> Billy had separated. They had separated the year prior. Yeah. So I'm not, listen, guys, I'm not wishing colon cancer on people. Yeah. I'm just saying.
1: Let me write this timestamp down for no reason. I, uh, my green lights uh, this week, I've got, uh, first I got dad light. Um, You might've even, I don't think you greenlit this, but I'm late to the game on this movie. Uh, This is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I think it's Mutant Mayhem, um, and this.
0: No, I didn't greenlight it, but I did love it.
1: Oh my gosh, it's it is. Uh, so it's written by Seth Rogen, and Evan Goldberg, uh, directed by Jeff Rowe and Kyler Spears. Um, the cast, the, the it's basically early Ninja Turtles, right? They're not quite themselves yet, so they're still working it out. So they're voiced by uh, some some younger actors. Io Edberry's in it. Maya Rudolph, John Cena, Rose Byrne, Giancarlo Esposito, Jackie Chan, Ice Cube, my favorite uh, iteration of Ice Cube's in it. Paul uh, Rudd. Hannibal Burris, and then uh, Post Malone. And a lot of the voice talent makes up Superfly's like the main villain. There's no Shredder here, but it's Superfly, who's a mutant fly, and all the other kind of mutant animals. And <laughs> there's a character um, named Ray Filet, who all he wants to do is sing, but he has a bad voice. kind of don't want to murder everyone on Earth, and I
3: just kind of want
1: to sing. Ray-filet.
0: Sing it, fool. Just say your name normal, man.
1: Uh briefly. and he's played by Post Malone, which is just so lovely and beautiful. Oh, so he's singing it at every opportunity. Precious. And it's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. But this was really well done. It is in the style of uh the Spider-Man like across the galaxy, universe, whatever, into the wild. Oh, okay. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the animated Spider-Man. It's very much like that style. Very funny. Um, there's a I, I will say there's a couple I watched it with Marlowe. Um, there's a handful of, of bad words that just, you know, bump, uh-huh. like oh, bump okay. a fourth grader on them. So just like be, stay frosty on that. Uh, but everything else, it's a delight. It's really well done. Super funny. Um, I'm sad I hadn't seen it uh, earlier.
0: Well, I see here that it's streaming on Paramount plus. So right. you can get a You can get a free seven day trial on parent. This is not an ad, but I just greenlit calling from accounts, yeah. which is on Paramount plus. And so this would be a great way.
1: Sneaky uh,
0: Paramount plus kind of good. You know, I know Like this is a surprise, but I, it, it, it is.
1: We might be sure. talking about Bass Reeves in a little bit, in a couple weeks on Paramount yeah. plus, cause it's pretty good too. So, uh, that's the, uh, that's the dad light. And then my, uh, proper green light is the movie dream scenario, uh, starring Nicholas Cage. Uh, this is directed and written by Christopher Borgley. I'm sure I got that. Uh, but essentially Nicholas Cage plays a guy who, uh, he's a professor, college professor, but his life is turned upside down when, suddenly like millions of people see him in their dreams, like in the background and he becomes famous from it. And uh, then hijinks ensue and maybe his actions in their dreams become different and not as cool. Uh, And he's got a kind of, it's really like an interesting commentary on fame, on virality, on how people interact with you or won't interact with you or how it changes their relationship to you. Um, I think it's like a tight, um, like an hour 50. So I love that. Uh, but really clever, really clean, really simple, um, really small uh, kind of movie that we don't really get anymore. Um, but just really well done. It's a really interesting Nicolas Cage performance. Um, uh, he he always does a very specific thing with his performances. And it's almost so he's almost such a caricature that everyone else around him gets to be very normal and um, simple. And it kind of heightens their performances. Um, but Julian Nicholson from uh, Mayor of Town is in this. And she's excellent oh, yeah. uh, in it. But I highly recommend checking this out in the theaters.
0: Are we in a Nick Cage response? Like with Pig and The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? The
1: Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is one of my favorite movies in the last it's few years. It's so good. It's really good. So good. This is not going to s- scratch the same kind of itch. Uh, because it's not like untethered Nick Cage but it's still really right. really good stuff so um okay, yeah i, I hope people enjoy it. that um okay that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast before we go remember anytime you do shopping on amazon make sure you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first so you purchase our our affiliate link or it for item purchase using that link this week was jamie this is a gift card for burger
0: king listen i would love to get a gift card to burger mm. king get that original chicken sandwich love it so much um, but I did see a one-star review for mm. this. And it comes from, uh, we'll call the shopper Brad. Okay. And Brad said, gift card didn't work. I gave this gift card as a Christmas gift to my brother. And yesterday found out that he's tried to use it and it doesn't work. So Now I gave my brother $50 cash and I have to eat the Burger King gift card that I spent all my money on. And But I, I went and looked. I was like, Brad seems like really angry, yeah. like unnecessarily angry. And I went and looked. Brad uh, Brad has bought three C D players in the last six months. What the Are on, you alleging Brad? that like, maybe
1: the error was with Brad? and not with BK. I'm just
0: saying it may not be, you may not be the best brother.
1: $50 at, at Burger King. <laughs> Is that the best gift ever or the worst gift ever? I don't know.
0: I'm like, I got to eat at Burger King that much. I can't go that much. I can't go that much. All right, you guys. Uh, don't forget, we would love it if you would give us the holiday gift of leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can go to the link in the show notes or noxandjamie.com slash Apple and leave us a review. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden.
1: I'm Nox Coy, You find me on the socials at Nox McCoy.